This is Ron, and you're listening to Stuck in Rotation, a North Carolina-based music podcast. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening back in. This is Ron with Stuck in Rotation. We have a very awesome episode. Um, we actually have someone we've had on before. We have Chris Johns from the band Stay Inside and Common Sage. And a nice little surprise, we also have Bren from Stay Inside. Hey, guys. Hello. Woo. <laughs> awesome having you guys on. Awesome to have you back again, Chris. Hopefully no audio issues this time. <laughs> no, no, it's going to be crystal clear. Yeah. All right. So you guys at the beginning of the month just released a new EP called Blight. And it's, of course, fucking amazing. I love it. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what went into making this EP. Yeah, sure. Um, we recorded it. Uh, we recorded it probably like right as the pandemic was starting, um, and most of it written out of uh, my apartment. A lot of it online, so that was a fun thing to to get adjusted to. Um, but you know, the the last record we did, kind of like hammering out and practices, and all of us together, and we had to kind of do this one through the wire a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah for sure i mean this one was definitely written we, we wrote it it was like we were living in different states because it was mostly written from each other's houses before we were like comfortable enough to uh to go to each other's houses um and we 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 ended up like finishing it in a in person but like a lot of it was written musically as though we you know, we're just an email band, not ju- not to, you know, downplay email bands. Postal service is still good. <laughs> I think if that's the band we're still referencing is the email band. That's what I'm saying. It, it might not be that good. It's often hard <laughs> for yeah, an like email band to be good. Than, than the norm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it was really cool getting to do some, some you know, we, we learned a lot from it. I, I would say like, a lot of it was actually written off of Vishnu just writing drum loops and us kind of writing the songs backwards, which we, we hadn't done that before, you know, like kind of starting, starting with the rhythm and building up from there. Um, and I think you can, you can hear that a little bit with, with some of the, uh, uh, you know, we'd be ripping a, a, uh, a loop from some obscure songs outro and using it as a chorus in ours. And I think you can feel a lot of that, that kind of like, weird um syncopation and we really like that mm-hmm. nice awesome yeah i love the way that like you know everything on the album um sounds um it is you know sounds like you know which i'm i'm a huge fan of the first album um viewing you know and thank you, you know it's not i guess with bands like you don't want it to sound the same but you want it to like sound a certain way but it grows and like that's how i feel about like this album like it's still got that stay inside like sound but it's like you know, it's growing more, you know, as you know, as you uh, release more albums and stuff like that. Definitely. I think that I think those songs are, are definitely like a further exploration of what we were doing with viewing um, and try to try to just like condense a lot of those ideas and maybe be a little bit more thoughtful uh, in them and just try to like get everything else we were looking to express with that, like mood and and vibe that, that we had. And um yeah, I, I, I think we, we 
kind of did exactly what we were hoping to do. Nice. And I guess with the influence of like, you know, everything's different. Everything's not like it usually is. You know, you're having to record, you know, separately. You're not together, you know, practicing and stuff. It's kind of, you know, everything's going by email and stuff. It's a whole new dynamic in trying to make that record. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of an influence what the record is about, too. And like, just like <laughs> what what we ended up writing about was just feeling really alienated from each other and, and our friends and everyone around us. Uh, and yeah, it was, a, it was a struggle writing all of it, I think, <laughs> uh, just because it was a bad time to be in the, in the world. Yeah, but I think it's cool to look back and kind of see this as like a, uh, uh, I don't know, it, it, it's nice to have historical documentation on time periods and like you don't really feel that in the moment until you look back at things you look back at feelings how you were two years ago five years ago and to be able to pinpoint that kind of thing it's really cool i know that like me and bryn for for sure feel nothing like we felt a year and a half ago it yeah. is summer <laughs> in new york city it's like pride today people it's are great partying outside. yeah it's awesome outside uh we're in very good moods. <laughs> <laughs> Much better moods. Yeah, versus like a year and a half ago when everybody's just like, man, fuck all of this. You know, this is horrible. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've actually got some friends uh, from around my area that are uh, up in Pride right now in New York. They went up for the weekend and stuff. So I've been seeing it vicariously through uh, her uh, Snapchat and her Instagram. Hell yeah. Nice. A lot of people out there. I was like, hell yeah. I was like, especially right now. What's going on in the country? We need we need that right now. We need that kind of positivity and to bring you know the awareness out. You know, because right now it's just I'm not I'm just going to touch on this lightly because I don't want to you know this is a bunch <laughs> of guys, but it's a shit show right now. I've you know I've got a daughter. Pretty, I'm pretty bad country. Yeah, and <laughs> my my heart goes out to all these people and and my anger to with them. You know, so but um. Um, I saw where you guys are playing Fest in October, at the end of October. Yes. yes. And I know, yes. Chris, you're doing double duty with Common Sage and Stay Inside. Yes. And Stay Inside is going to be touring down there. We can't talk about it yet, but we're going to have some some dates in, in October, which will be fun to actually get to, to you know, go out and, and, and play Blight Live. Um, so we're psyched about that. I don't know if we're going to be swinging by North Carolina we'll let you know yeah let me know uh, my birthday's october 10th uh by the way so yeah, you know oh okay i'll play a show around that time i'll take you guys out to <laughs> barbecue you know for those who uh <laughs> who eat meat uh you know we can do that uh, um wait so, what what state are you in again i'm in north carolina north carolina yeah got it I'm, I'm uh if you couldn't tell by the uh accent it sounds like cornbread uh mm-hmm. <laughs> Bryn is kind of from north carolina also yeah I, I, well, I spent like high school and college in, in uh, Charlotte and Winston-Salem. Okay, okay. So Charlotte is about three hours from me. And Winston-Salem is about um, an hour and a half. What are you in, like Raleigh, Durham? Uh, right above Durham. I'm in this town called Oxford. Oh, okay. Which is funny because at Fest, there is a band called Wolves and Wolves and Wolves and Wolves who are also on that... Um, <laughs> favorite comp that common sage is on so one of the guitars for uh 
I would say Wolves. Um, his name's Scotty Sandwich. He lives in Oxford, where I live at. I actually actually um, met him here recently. So he's pretty cool. So they're playing there. Um, another North Carolina band who I interviewed uh, in April, March, March or April, uh, Kerosene Heights. They're playing. They're awesome. And then a Durham band called Youth League. They're playing. And they're also awesome. And yeah, I think that's all the ones, all the people I know that are playing uh, Fest this year, including you guys. Well, we're excited to be down for FestCon net, band networking Dot events. Com, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just be like, yeah, be like, you guys know Ron from like the Stuck Inside uh, podcast? And like, Fuck yeah. But I've, yeah. I've actually met Scotty. Like, he lives in town and he has a recording studio in his house and stuff too. But um, where I live at, it's like a nice downtown, but now we have a social district and stuff's like blowing up, but like in a nice, like nice, small kind of way. And uh, I was out at where I work at now, the Orpheum, which was an old movie theater from like the 40s, but it's turned into like a music uh, space, and social event. It's got a bar and I like, met him there and we connected and, you know, we got to talking and he was like, yeah, man, Wolves, Wolves. And he was talking about the cop and I was like, yeah, I was like my dude, Chris Johns. Like his band, uh, Common Sage is on that call too. I was like, that's fucking wild. I was like, that's awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was a fun song to do. Um, and I, that was another, that was another email recording, but Julian, Julian put that together. You know, we love balance and composure. So nice. Yeah. I was a big, uh, big vagrant fan back in the day in high school and a little bit after. So I was like, it's a good, it's a good compilation. I enjoyed it. I actually listened, finally got to listen to the whole thing about about four days ago. So it's really, really good. And of course, it starts out with, I was like, what's ironic? I was like, it starts out with Holiday by the Get Up Kids. I was like, of course, that would be the first song on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Love that song. Yeah, oh yeah. Get Up Kids are awesome dudes. Um, I know uh, Jim and Matt pretty well over the years and stuff. So awesome dudes, all those guys. Really fun to hang nice. out with. Cool. Yeah. So, uh, what's been going on with you guys here recently in the lives of the members of Stay Inside, Chris and Bryn? Like our personal lives? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, not here just to talk about music. Oh, nothing. <laughs> Bryn was just at Nam. 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 Oh yeah, it was just at Nam. Nam. Uh, no, Nam. Now you got me. No, it's Nam. Uh, I was just in LA for work. Uh, I work in the the music industry. We both work in the music industry. We're industry plants, actually. Ah. Uh, <laughs> that makes uh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I I I went to Los Angeles for Nam, and then I was in Vegas to for vacation. A little 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 Vegas vacation. And that was insane and weird. Um, but it was fun. Nice. Uh, and then I just been chilling this past week. Working. Yes. And we just been writing music for you know, we're always doing that. I don't know how some bands do it. I feel like they just like go into the studio and write ten songs, but we can't do that. We have to write like forty to do ten. So we're just we just sit here mm -hmm. where we are in Bryn's basement or in my apartment and just sit at the computer and just do it for hours. And then we get really hungry and cranky. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> and 
and that's been our repetitive lifestyle until now it's summer and we're giving up on everything mm-hmm. and we're just going to party all summer. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fun. So I always like it when uh Bartiz um on Instagram will put up like uh like ask me questions because I'm doing something because every time I'm like I'm gonna slip a stay inside little question in there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, his his is his record out yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. his came out, came out yeah. last week. Same yeah. night as uh Drake dropped his surprise album. Oh nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really uh the Barty's album is really good. Uh, there's a song on there. I think it's, is it, oh, I think it's called Hold the Line. Um, it sounds like a Prince song and it's really like the whole album's fucking amazing, but it's really, really fucking good. Like the whole time I listened to it, I'm like, dude, if Prince was like alive, he'd be like, yeah, I'm going to sue this guy right now. He's going to sue <laughs> this guy. I'm going to sue this dude and this motherfucking. You know how Prince is. He's like, uh, no. is that his thing? Oh, yeah, he's super litigious. He Prince was famous for um being one of the last holdouts to be like on Spotify or on YouTube. Like you could not find like a live performance, like a a, a parody of Prince. Like he said no to Weird Al like a hundred times. Like you have to say yes to Weird Al. No, Weird Al. Uh, has said that it's a legal gray area mm. but out of respect for the artist he always asks mm. um which has led to some pretty weird situations such as he asked eminem if he could do uh lose yourself and eminem said yes but you can't make a video like he didn't want to be made fun of in that way i guess only made fun of into his ears not into his eyes yeah. <laughs> uh he didn't want to see like i guess weird out with a shaved blonde head or whatever uh and then like he asked dean blunt if he could do uh you're beautiful um james yeah james blunt, yeah, yeah. not dean blunt dean blunt is great check out gene dean blunt if you're uh if you like said hip-hop i guess <laughs> um but uh, yes, Dean Blunt, and then his record company was like, no. But Dean Blunt or James Blunt said yes, and uh, so he released it anyway, but didn't make a music video for it. Ah, Did, have you ever seen the um, since you're aware about that, have you ever seen the video? It's Kevin Smith, and he's like at some kind of lecture at a college, and he's talking about his experience with Prince. Yes, I have. I've watched Evening with Kevin Smith a couple times actually. <laughs> uh, he has like like a like a vault of music that hasn't been released and it's like never will be yeah and it's like enough to cover like decades worth like his like secretary had a meeting with uh kevin smith because kevin smith was like on the phone in the bathroom and prince's whole house is like was bugged so if he came up with a song he's sitting on a toilet like he'd be like sing his part and then it would record it so prince heard what he said in the bathroom and uh, <laughs> secretary's like talking to Kevin Smith, and she's like, "Yeah, we're scrapping this project that we're doing with you." And she's like, "He's like, it's almost done." And she's like, "The secretary was like, well, he's got like a vault full of like music, movies, and like stuff that he's done that is like never seen the light of day, and probably never will." He was recording him while he was in the bathroom. Yeah, like in a sitting in a sitting on the toilet, like, bam, got an idea, sings it out, and like it's recording in his house, so he can go and like you know go from there that does I, well i guess it's so that's a I, I guess having it recording all the time that was different than like what p diddy had on cribs yeah when he had the, <laughs> the mic in the shower 
Um, yeah, you, said, you, said, you know how you like ever, you know, you know how everyone likes how they sound in the shower. Well, I put a mic in here. <laughs> He's recording himself in there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I can't imagine he ever actually used it, but it was a really good flex. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love that show. Me too. Yeah, I miss that show. I don't think I liked it as much as Pimp My Ride, though. You like Pimp My Ride more? I think so. Pimp My Ride. I like Pimp My Ride, but the cars were always so insane that yeah. it's like, would you really drive this around? No, but that, that was like, that was, that was like, we were in high school when Fast and the Furious yeah, came yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was really into cars until I got a car, and then I realized I could not afford to put fish tanks in my car. <laughs> I, my, I, want my, I but I want a PS2 in the back seat. <laughs> I don't even know why I want yeah. that. <laughs> I don't have a parking lot to hang out in with a bunch of cool people who blast bachata music. <laughs> yeah, I think one of my favorite episodes of Cribs was like the one with Red Man, where he's like sitting on the toilet, and he's like, "Yeah, I can like." I've got my hot plate right here and I can like heat up my sandwich on the hot plate like while I'm sitting on the toilet. I, was, I saw Ew. some story that got posted earlier this year that was uh, was talking about how Redman still lives in that house. Oh, for real? I, don't I know, bet he does. I don't yeah. know how true that is, but I love that. <laughs> and I love Redman. Big Redman. And Redman Method Man fan. And Wu-Tang, of course. Yeah, for sure. So what have you been up to? I have, well, I have been helping um, with this venue, the Orphan, which just opened up. It actually opened up right before COVID happened, like a month. And like after that, it shut down. And um, my boss had put like all this money because basically like, they got, it's like an old movie theater from the 40s. They gutted it out and then rebuilt the whole thing. And um then everything shut down and then it opened back up and they were like looking for people and I'm a stay at home dad right now. Um, I used to work for a tech company and then life happened and I ended up having to stay home with my two kids. And uh, mm. so I was looking for like, you know, just like part-time like side work and they needed a bartender. And so I went in and I was like, yeah, I can come help out. And I was like, look, I can help you do your PR and I could help with getting bands here, cover and original bands. I was like, Cause like I know people in small bands, I know people in larger bands. Like I can bring revenue. We can make this like a music spot. Like cause it's right off of eighty five. So like anybody coming from like Virginia, like or north of North Carolina on eighty five, it cuts right through and goes down through uh, North Carolina and then Georgia and stuff. And I was like, a lot of bands travel this way. I was like, it's convenient. So and I was like, Oxford's a beautiful down, a downtown. I was so why not? So they're like, you know, they're like, okay, so. We'll let you, you know, you can do our PR now. We'll hire you because they were about to hire a PR person. And I was like, why not in-house? And they're like, yeah, that's, that's perfect. So doing that and booking bands and getting my son ready for kindergarten. That's cool. Have you uh, booked any cool bands? Not yet. I just got the okay to start doing that. So I'm going to start either at the end of July or early August. I've got like a list of bands, cover and original we do cover bands on Friday night and Saturday nights. We do as when we want to do original uh, bands, and so I've got a list of both that are very interested. And um, uh, you probably never heard of this band. They're an Americana band out of North Carolina, but they're cute. They like the friends of, like Shooter Jennings and like Jason Isbell. They're called American Aquarium, and okay. 
very awesome band and the lead singer uh they're like a very kind of band like kind of like a punk ethos to them um and uh the lead singer like i reached out to bj barham and i was like hey man i was like would you ever be interested in doing like a solo show here and he's like yeah part he's like just get it with my uh my management and send them an email and we'll set something up so that was really pretty exciting um and I've reached out and I, it's, I know it's like a long shot, but like, so John Darnell and mountain goats, he lives like 20 minutes from me. Sylvanessa, yeah. they, they live 20 minutes from me. Iron and wine live 20 minutes from me. Uh, tallest man on earth lived 20 minutes from me. So does super chunk. And I've kind of like just fished, like fished out on Twitter. Be like, Hey, would you guys ever be interested in playing like a show here? <laughs> like just to see. Like, That's pretty cool. Yeah. If I could get a response, I haven't got a response, but, uh, I've got some friends that are friends with John and trying to see if I can, uh, Mountain Goats, to see if I can get him up here. Which, mm-hmm. side note, he was in our uh, baby announcement for uh, my daughter, my Luna, my youngest child. Uh, we saw him in Durham and we're hanging out. And so, and saw him just playing like a little bit solo thing at like a, a beer place because he was friends with the people that own it and talked to him and got pit- I got a picture with him and then my wife was like, will you be in our baby announcement and he was like fuck yeah i will so they took a picture together <laughs> and that was our baby announcement and like a lot of my friends because they don't listen to the music i listen to they're like who the hell is this, Who's other this guy? random guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm like let me see you to the uh his music and uh yeah i was like this is the guy so but yeah he- here's the thing you should like <laughs> try and go back to your childhood and then listen to these shitty recordings of this guy screaming and then it'll change your life <laughs> then you'll care about who this guy is yep exactly. <laughs> i feel like yeah. it's really hard to get into the mountain goats now like if you're like 30 something now and you were like okay let me like hear a mountain goat song it's like what is this <laughs> yeah but that one song was huge on tiktok like which earlier one earlier this year or last year the mountain goats were like the most trending band on TikTok, or yeah, some, ma- some no bullshit law. like that. Yeah, no. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, like people were doing the, they were like acting out to the song or whatever. He's talking about he's drowning. Is that what they were doing? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember what it what it was, but you get a hot fifteen seconds that the Gen Z kids love. You know, you're you're made for the a few weeks. Yeah, you're golden. Yeah, <laughs> for at least a month. You mean it was no children? They're singing in yeah, my yeah, life. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, um, I'm gonna, what the, I don't I am drowning. I don't know. No, it wasn't that. It was, it was, it was a different one. Uh, These might have been on there too. Yeah, which I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no, I do agree. Like, if you like, I'm gonna make it through this year. Oh, if it kills, if it kills me. me. That yeah, one. yeah, yeah. That's that song is called This Year. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That one. I am gonna make it. They're from North Carolina too. Well, he's originally from like, well, he's originally from like Seattle and California, but he's lived in North okay. Carolina for like the last, I want to say, fifteen years. He's been in Durham. This is bullshit, cause like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, I don't look at North Carolina as some great state, and I'm from fucking Delaware. We don't Whoa. have any bands. Whoa. We have no bands. You Delaware doesn't have a band? No, North Carolina has so many cool bands. Dude, like, we're mm-hmm. so cool... I can name like three that came out of Delaware. That right, native. name them. Name them. Yeah. Uh, Joshua fit for battle. Uh, Whoa, I never even heard of this. 
there's one band paramount of supreme that exists now <laughs> they're good they're great yeah that's just rob right what that's just that one guy i don't know i, don't know. I think it's multiple people oh um but all right, on Wikipedia, we've got Boy Sets Fire. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Boy yeah. Sets Fire. We have George Thurgood, too. If you're on Wikipedia, you're going to see George Thurgood, <laughs> Bad to the Bone. Oh, that, oh, yeah. Did he have any other songs? I, he had Bad to the Bone and Bad to the Bone 2, Back to the Bone. So Richard Hell and Tom Verlaine met in Vermont. No, no. They, they met at my high school, actually. And it was a boarding school back then. And the oh. story is that they hated Delaware so much that they, they like Moved left the school. City. They dropped out of school and went to New York. I feel they, like that they counts. hated Delaware so much. <laughs> that counts. I mean, Delaware is functionally a, like a tax haven. Yeah. It's like a legal, a yeah. legal tax haven for for businesses. Yeah, but like look at exists. the other tax havens. It's like, like. Caribbean islands, which are awesome, and Switzerland, which is awesome. Like Delaware is right. like the shittiest tax haven. And then we got Bob Marley. Bob Marley. I think that there's a giant mural in Wilmington to commemorate the summer that Bob Marley was there, <laughs> living with his mom. And there's working a giant at Chrysler. <laughs> yeah, he was there for two and a half months or something. <laughs> And I think that it's Bob Marley and Bob Dylan are on the same one. I think Bob Dylan like stopped by there and ate a hamburger. That's the same. We, yeah. <laughs> you, have have a, a you have to have a, a, a an address. You can't, just, <laughs> you can't just be in a state to to get a statue. We claim a lot of people as they drive uh, on ninety five through Delaware. <laughs> like the fifteen minute stretch that they're in there, where it, it's just kind of kind of like Ron asking for. Uh, your your uh, baby announcement. <laughs> I'm, I'm, ju- I'm just there on 95 with a sign. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I just I'm just surprised that Bob Marley like worked around in in America. Like I thought he was just straight up a Jamaican guy who like was working and living in Jamaica, but no, he's from Jamaica, and then he like moved to America to like work as a like a lab technician he like did my job oh cool he just was like working as a lab assistant at dupont and then on the assembly line and a forklift operator at chrysler that's so funny to imagine him with like a hard hat yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Hello. laughs> i heard uh, no woman no cry was actually written on uh, a forklift yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm not crying now. I'm driving a forklift. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> no one, no one has ever been upset driving a forklift. Have you ever driven a forklift? No rules. No, I. But I imagine it's like a land jet ski. I used to. <laughs> it's so fun. You used to drive one? Yeah, I work. I, I work for this company called Electron straight out of high school before I went to college. And actually, uh, side note, I saw like the first like. 10 red boxes ever made from start to finish because it was like in a prototype state. So like where I worked at, I did like shipping and receiving. And I had like, I worked from like 10 to 630. So I had like the awesome hours. And like uh I had to drive a forklift because we sent out like we did electronics for like a lot of different companies and stuff. So like I'd have to like load up like the trucks and stuff like that when they came at in the afternoons to do get our shipments and stuff. So you have to get like a, it was like a certification to last for like three years. 
every time they what, did you have fun when you're every time you were driving it oh yeah yeah i mean it was like <laughs> fucking beats doing other shit <laughs> i was like like a little uh, uh, like forks going up and down and shit yeah <laughs> it's not fun when you like have to raise a force up to do something and then you forget about it and people are bitching at you because it's a hazard and you're like fuck you know like Oh yeah, it it doesn't sound fun like when it's very inevitable that you fuck up the forklift. Yeah, <laughs> you're driving a a giant spear machine. Yeah, basically, I did that once and I was like, okay, never. I was like, I'm never gonna fuck this up again because I got this shot so bad. Respectfully, you know, of course I would. Um, but uh, oh yeah, but North Carolina, like, it's funny because people really don't think about us being like this music mecca, but really, like. Dude, Merge Records, Super Chunk, like, the whole Durham, Raleigh area, that's, like, you know, a lot of that, you know, Super Chunk and Merge is, like, the indie rock, like, you know, the hierarchy or whatever. And we've had, like, so many bands from here, like, COC, Between the Buried and Me, um, the DBs, uh, Ben Folds 5, uh, Jodeci, speaking of Charlotte, Jodeci is from These Charlotte. are all from, they're all, oh, my God. Love Jodeci. Yes, yes, yes. Jodeci? Jodakai? Uh, RMD uh, group from like the late 90s. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. What was their song? I can't remember, yeah. but my wife used to have one as a ringtone for me, and it was like hilarious. Uh, Freaking you. My my ringtone, when, when they came out with the monotone, the mono, what if, monophonic ringtones was always uh, Jay-Z, Big Pimpin'. And that's why that's how Jay Z wrote that song for sixth grade suburban people to have it as their monophonic ringtone. That's absolutely true. (laughs) What a great song that is! I love that song. I remember reading, I took a music class in school or music industry class. And there's that like Donald Passman book, like how to everything you need to know about the music business. And that was like when ringtones were super hot and they had like five chapters in that book on ringtones and how ringtones were going to like <laughs> be the dominant like income stream for artists in the, like the music way industry. music works in the in. Yeah. Very weird. I think that was like the NFTs of of music <laughs> in t- 2009. <laughs> Yeah, but growing up around here, it kind of got, I kind of got a more of an advantage because of the whole like music scene and stuff going on. So a little bit more than some other people, other places. Like I have an oldest dead brother and he dated this girl at state. And so her friends had, a, he became friends with some of her friends. They had a jam band, which I cannot stand jam bands, but regardless, he was friends with them. And then COC, uh, um, Corrosion of Conformity, they practiced right beside these guys. And then, like, my stepbrother, like, ended up becoming cool with, like, all of them and hanging out with them and stuff, too. So it's like, you know, you you could be down, like, in downtown Durham, like, just going to Hunky Dory. And, like, there's, like, Sylvanesso, like, going to the record band. And you're just like, wow, this is fucking cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so it looks like our time's almost up. And so, is there anything else you guys want to touch on while we're here? About about society? Just in general. About music? Not that I can think of, but I'm <laughs> sure there are things I need to touch on. Like like with what's going on with our band and stuff? Yeah. Sure. 
I don't know what it's it's so, it's so interesting being in this band because it's like there's a ton of stuff we're working on and we have coming up and we're all very excited about it but I actually don't know what exactly I'm allowed to say or talk about to recap we're going to fest we will also be playing shows around that so if you're in the south south of New York on the east coast we'll be playing shows this year sorry we haven't been playing shows it's been hard through COVID and stuff trying to do it safely i know everyone else is just not caring <laughs> uh but you know we're trying we're trying to play some good shows we will be touring more soon um and we've got we'll probably have some other stuff before the end of the summer too yeah yeah um but definitely fest so if you're in florida and around there please come see us get your tickets now they'll probably sell out <laughs> Does fest sell out? out? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Uh, listen to Blight. Yes, it's really good. I like it. I think it's pretty neat record that we made. It's amazing. We will have the records coming out soon. Don't be mad at us. The vinyls. The vinyl will be coming. Yes. Yeah, I've already got my. I know. I know for a fact that they're ordered. They won't take as long as it did before. Right. Right. That's important. Yes. Um, is there anything else we can talk about? <laughs> oh, I feel like maybe there wasn't, there was some, a little bit of wire crossing. We had, we made, we made and spent a lot of time and energy and, uh, our friend Stephen made a really incredible music video for uh, Fracture from Blight. So please watch that. Yes, it's really cool. Awesome. That's a crazy thing. And some of it was filmed in the room that Brent and I are sitting in right That's now. That's right, yeah. <laughs> it was filmed <laughs> in my very house. That's nice. All right. All right. Well, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this up. Brent, Chris, thank you guys so much for coming on. It's been awesome. It's been a long Thanks time. So much for Thanks having for us. having us. Oh yeah, always, always enjoy your band. Enjoy, you know, you talking to you guys on social media and doing the podcast with me too. So it's been a pleasure. All right, we enjoy you too, Ron. Oh, thanks. Appreciate it. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening in. That was Brand and Chris from Stay Inside. Their new album Blight is out. Please check it out. It's amazing. Check out the video if you're going to fest. Check out. Get tickets, go to Fest. The whole lineup's amazing. Um, and tune in next time. All right, thanks. <laughs>